Ezekiel 45. I'll share more about this on Sunday. Uh, but in Ezekiel 45, verse, I think, 18 to the end of the chapter, there's instructions given about uh, cleansing the sanctuary and uh, atoning for the, the, tent, the house, and especially in regarding to uh, un sins of ignorance and unintention. Now, we, knew the, we know that the high priest was given that instruction in Moses' tabernacle during Yom Kippur, but this is two weeks before Passover. That's the first, the first day of the first month. That's going to be the Wednesday, the two weeks from today. So it will be two weeks from today is the first day of Nisan. And, and so the priests were instructed to, to take the blood and cleanse the sanctuary. And they would go to the altar. They would go to the doors. They would go into the inner court, outer court rooms. And then they would do it seven days later. And we've done this before because this is not... In Moses', Moses tabernacle and Ezekiel's temple has never yet been built. So it's something to do about just bringing function, cleansing. You know, Ezekiel cleansed the temple so that they could begin Passover again. So what, what that means is, I believe, then we begin, then Passover comes, and then the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and between Passover and Unleavened Bread is Easter or Resurrection Sunday. So for 21 days... These, chap these verses from verse 18 to verse 25, you can read and meditate. There was, there was a special working. And I don't believe it's just about the building, but the building is, has, gets a lot of use. And so uh, if you were living in Israel and you were preparing for the Passover, you'd right now be uh, a frenzied house mother or father cleansing the, the house, purging it of every lint and every bit of leaven because you wanted... That was, that's what you did before Passover came. It's kind of that, not spring house cleaning, but it's certainly not just sanctuary, it's hearts and it's homes. And we're practicing using communion to, to, to release our homes and the places we dwell back into sanctification and blessing. And so it's just something we get to do together. And uh, I think every Wednesday we will meet at noon. We're in the sanctuary already all day, but at noon we'll, 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 we'll move about the building intentionally praying and just blessing and calling forth and atoning. And I believe in those three weeks there'll be renewal, there will be uh, recoveries, there will be redemption, um, who knows. But please pray into that because it just, it's an appointed time, and, and we can take advantage of it. And I, I've done this in my home many times. And especially, and, and we'll practice, in fact, I want Allie to be the first tonight to share about what you heard about communion. So why don't you come on up there, and then we can hear about the outreach yesterday from uh, Mike and Wes, I'm sure. But please, this is about that, those three, three win, four Wednesdays. Pastor Steve in the group. Uh, that I think last week um, I was home because I was sick and um, also just had been struggling with some things and my soul was struggling and my body wasn't feeling well and <clears throat> so I was at home and I felt like the Holy Spirit said to take communion which I've done before but not very often I don't I haven't made a habit of taking communion at home and um, so I just had whatever I had next to me. I don't even remember, coconut water and bread or something, I don't know. And um, whatever I had, I just had it. And I realized that it forced me to, number one, like 
I started looking up scriptures about the blood of Jesus and looking up scriptures about the body of Christ. And I realized like, oh, it's like remembering. It's like purposeful remembering. And so I realized like, right, I don't have Pastor Steve there to say like, repeat after me, like la 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 with the blood and the, and the bread and the things. And, and so I had to like, I had to like flip my own brain on <laughs> to the on position and um, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I realized that as I'm like holding whatever it was I was holding that represented the blood of Jesus and I was saying like, Lord, your blood. And I was like declaring the scriptures that I had read about the blood of Jesus, but putting my own name and circumstances in there and the body of Christ. And, you know, you were bruised for me and you were, you know, you were chastised for me and my sin and my failures and my shortcoming and whatever. And um, you paid for peace of mind and you paid for this and you paid for that. And I realized like, oh, that's so, that went really deep in my heart because I, me and the Holy Spirit went on that journey together. And um, it was personal. And I had to like exercise that muscle in the midst of like not feeling well and blah, blah, blah. But still like, and I realized like, oh, if I build that muscle and do that, then it's like building muscle memory in my spirit. And then the next time something comes against or whatever, or a lie comes, I'll remember the blood of Jesus. I'll remember the body of Christ, whether or not I have something tangible, a piece of bread there with me. But it's like, oh, I, I want to build that muscle. I want to do that. So, I'll, yeah. So I, that's it. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to pray, but um, will I just bless well, everyone yeah. here? So, so <clears throat> when you shared that, it was like a coupling. Like, of course, it's, it's about each of us as temples of the Lord returning ourselves to the Lord, allowing his blood, his body. And as often as we, as often as we do, we do in his remembrance. So it can be daily. So we're going to allow that to have a fresh emphasis and come back alive. So that's, why don't you pray that to, yeah. to happen to us? So let's stand up if you're ready to receive. <clears throat> yeah. Father God, I thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus. I mm. thank you for the body of Christ that we can take it every day and it can be fresh bread, fresh revelation and a fresh encounter with you every single time. And Father, I just release that um, deep, crying out to deep, God, that we actually, there's an anointing to encounter the blood of Jesus. There is an anointing to actually take in the body of Christ to become one to remember in such a deep way that, that um, we're like solid on the rock. And Father, and I just ask for that spirit of revelation, Father. And um, I thank you, God, for loving your people in this way, that we never forget the blood of Jesus and your body that's so precious, God. And I just, I ask for just a fresh, um, even like baptism of revelation in communion in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mike. Almost lost you right there. Come on up. I want I wanted to get her testimony from yesterday's outreach and then Wes, are you gonna you'll follow up after Mike, please? <laughs>
whatever you're carrying. Uh, so the word I got for today was uh, actually receiving. Um, and I, uh, I just felt um, sort of like God was releasing grace on, on the body right now. And um, it kind of ties in with yesterday, too, because uh, um, it seemed like there were a lot of hurdles to get to outreach for me personally. Like, both my kids got sick, I got sick, and I was like, I don't got nothing <laughs> to give to these kids, but I'm going to just show up. And, you know, when you just show up, it's like it's amazing what God does when you just show up. And so I, I, I showed up and, you know, there was a great, great harvest and a lot of kids were just hungry for more. And so I just give God all the glory for that, obviously, and all the prayers that went into that. But I really do feel like um, um, the word uh, I got today was uh, out of Isaiah 6, where... Um, you know, Isaiah goes up to the Lord and he sees, you know, how unholy his lips are before the Lord. And then the Lord touches him with the coal. And, um, and, and I just felt like the Lord saying, you're receiving holiness. You're receiving, um, you know, your, your hope. You're receiving your, your joy. You're receiving your power even uh, to do the gospel. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, I just felt that for the body. Um, and uh, I got like some crazy visions. I got like a, I got a vision about, uh, you know, uh, if you guys know what those old like, old school butler ropes are, you ring the rope and the butler comes in and it's like an ink, what? A lurch, thank you, Phil. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I just saw like a bunch of lurches uh, coming down over everybody and uh, like we're ringing the bell and then like little angels are just coming down on us and so I just felt like you know it's the it's a time for receiving you know that's really what it is I I, uh, I you know I, you mind if I share that word I sure. gave to you earlier yeah, yeah go um, ahead. so yeah I, I saw the Lord um, just um, taking Steve and I'd gotten a word from earlier about the Lord just imparting three keys to him and I thought, like, one of the keys God is giving him was just a key for the, the entire region, where God is just going to allow him to call things out from heaven, and they're just going to come. And because he has the heart of the Father, and I just felt like the Lord is saying, receive that. Yeah. So just, just receive it. So God's doing a bunch of things. Um, receive it, and, uh, and we're going to enjoy it. <laughs> So uh, come on, Jesus. All right. So God, I just lift up this body. God, I I dismantle any unholy burden yes. that is off of that is on anyone's shoulders to try and strive and try and earn and try and have a pedigree for your blessing and for your favor. God, I command that to go now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that we just sit back and enjoy the show because you're about to do something that we have never seen before. And so, God, I thank you for that, that unmerited grace that is over everybody right now. You are the healer. You are the deliverer. You are the one who brings our breakthrough, God. And we just walk in where you're walking. We just follow you just as Jesus followed the Father. And, we, and we're just going to see great and mighty things. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Mike.
Jubilee. We had a great, great, great showing of uh, Jubilee Saints. It was so awesome. Peter came, flowers on his head, Holy Spirit hippie style, brought his guitar and led a procession from McDonald's to the Roxy to watch Jesus Revolution. It was incredible. So on Monday, we took a thousand flyers and we blitzed the Camarillo campus. And we had 200 flyers actually in Mrs. Thee's hands and she gave them out to every single student and all of her classes, really bold. And then uh, we were out there, so about 800 flyers went out and then the rest that were left over, uh, we had uh, somebody passing them out on Tuesday morning. And uh, so we're all ready for outreach. We got people at these tables and they're ready to do spiritual interviews. We're already ordering the combo meals, ready to receive the students uh, that come off campus at around 3.30. So everybody's ready, but we get this text message and it basically, is, it's the assistant principal at Camarillo High School. And basically she said that the flyer was a fake and she got the word out to all the teachers. So it's like this low blow that's coming right before we're expecting this major harvest because of the flyer and there was some sort of a complaint or whatever the case may be. Maybe they're trying to cover themselves so they didn't get in trouble. So all that being said, so we're thinking like, uh-oh, a bunch of students are expected. We have like 30 or 40 workers like ready to serve them and do spiritual interviews and everything. And now all of a sudden it's like maybe no students are gonna show. But Peter just boldly just declared the opposite and the reversal and that the enemy had no authority, and then all of a sudden the floodgates opened up. About 70 to 80 students were fed combo meals, and then we marched over to the Roxy after about 35 of those students gave their life to Christ. And incredible. And, and the way that they were giving their life to Christ was like they were like, volunteering like to come into this like army like like it wasn't like a convincing thing it wasn't like a coaxing thing i mean i'm telling you the table that i had they all wanted it like they they wanted it like they wanted it but the crazy thing was is that we're in like the deep deep prayer and all of a sudden one of the moms of one of the student comes and just rips up three students that are giving their life to Christ and boom, they're gone. But they're at the end of the prayer. But there was just, you know, a few things, you know, like when you're plowing new ground, you know, you gotta break through some things. So, but the procession was my favorite. When Peter led that, he was singing love songs out of a, what's the band in the Jesus Revolution? Love song. Love song, yeah. Love song. It was incredible, it was so awesome. And then all the students that came in and they came out and Mike got a ton of uh, students' information to get plugged in the youth group and the Nishlam Club, the It Is Finished Club over there at uh, Camarillo High School. Uh, the club president joined us and he's got tons of names and we believe that next Thursday we're gonna fill their gymnasium with 50 Costco pizzas and uh, load it up with 500 students and preach the gospel. And maybe next Tuesday we might even do it again and do the McDonald's do the movie theater thing just because the the movie's showing only till next wednesday guaranteed and on tuesday it's only six dollars for a ticket so it just makes sense to allow these students to see that movie because that movie's awesome so let's pray and let's believe yeah. that the lord <laughs> of the harvest that brought forth his labors is multiplying them now yes lord, yes, lord. father we just receive right now 
disciples that are going to make disciples. We receive sons that are going to be raised up to become fathers. We receive daughters that are going to be raised up to become mothers. Patriarchs, matriarchs. And I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, would the sending begin? We receive them to give them what we have, but we will not hold on to them. We will release them. I thank you for the great thrusting of a generation, the sending out of a generation. These ones that have foreign lands written on them, these ones will be empowered by the living body here to finance them, to back them in prayer and fasting, to give them the wisdom that they've received, to pour into them and to release them. I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are not giving us a harvest to hold on to. You're giving us a harvest to lift up to you and allow it to be multiplied many times over. And when those that have received this harvest give out of the harvest they've received, it's going to continue and there's going to be many, many, many left over. So the continuation will continue. So the multiplication will continue. We just thank you, Holy Spirit, that the ministers of multiplication are arising in this hour, that this movement would not grow dim, that this movement would not wane, this movement would continue to move, continue to take ground in hearts and region and move from this region into the ends of the earth in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Wes. Come on up, Peter. Yeah. You and Mike left. Uh, we were connecting with that fellow, his group that all had the hats, the black hats, and the black outfits on. And it says, I'm an, "I fell in love with Jesus Christ." They were wearing those hats. Well, a man uh, told him, a friend of his, that he was going to give a million dollars to getting the youth in these schools in, in the San Fernando Valley here in Ventura County and Santa Barbara County. The, the lady that came up, uh, the, they were the manager of, the reason they had a problem at the school was they, the flyer it wasn't worded properly. It sounded like McDonald's was gonna give them either a free cheeseburger uh, combo or a chicken combo or food and drink, but it was actually Neil, uh, that group Neelam and campus revolution that we're footing the bill for that and for the tickets for the theater too. Uh, he already got in $200,000 of that. But here's, here's an interesting thing for US and the others. I see Ali was there, Robin Hall was there, Dee was there yesterday. And um, the, the manager of that McDonald's came to this guy Clayton and said to him, you know, I'm not the manager of this McDonald's only. I'm the manager, I'm the divisional manager over 15 McDonald's. And I am going to encourage and invite you guys to all 15 McDonald's to come and preach the gospel to the young kids. <laughs> Besides the $1 million that the one guy said he was going to give. So if you can pull up that scripture, uh, Isaiah 6, verse 8. <clears throat> 
So, I, by, by the way, I want to clarify the picture that, that, uh, that Wes gave you. I wasn't just wearing flowers in my hair. I was wearing a cowboy hat with flowers in my hair. <laughs> and I had a tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> and I had a, a black shirt. And the only thing I was missing is I wasn't walking barefoot. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, of course, you guys know I was in the Jesus People Movement. I was in Dallas, Texas, the culmination of it with Billy Graham when they told us to leave those football stadium cleaner than when we came in from all the rubbish that was in there, and we did. And many cops, motorcycle policemen had their helmets off receiving Jesus. With I was preaching in, in schools, at, uh, at churches at night with my guitar singing, Jesus is a soul man, and I'm, my, and I'm so, sure sold on him. And, and it was, and it was uh, during the day, I was chopping cotton, picking peaches, but um, that was a wonderful summer because that was when I just graduated from high school, Stony Brook, a school that helped set up Oaks Christian, very similar school. And then I was going to college after the Jesus rally to Westmont, leaving New Jersey, going to California. But <clears throat> I believe that from what Judge Sheets' uh, video showed two weeks, weeks before the Asbury University revival, two weeks before that. Now, he had the vision a long time ago, but he, he it revisited him two weeks before the Asbury revival about all the college campuses getting hit with this new wave of the spirit, much greater than the Jesus movement of the early 70s. Much, much greater. Our kids were just stuck in places and parks and in auditoriums where they didn't want to go to classes. And the administrators were saying, you guys have to break up. You have to go back to class. And they said, no, the presence of God is too strong here. But I want to encourage you guys now, it has spread to 30 college campuses, and now it's moving to secular college campuses. The uh, Oklahoma State University president said, you can use our football stadium now for your, for your moves of God. And Texas A&M University, another secular university, has said the same thing, you can use our football stadium. So it's, it's a move of God. But it's going to be something that I don't think we'll be able to get our hands on uh, too well. It's because, uh, like yesterday, Wes and, and Mike, we were mixing with this Neelam Club, Neelam Fellowship Club and Campus Revolution, and there were other people. It's not going to be a parochial thing where it's one group. It's, I, I noticed when I was in the Jesus People movement that there were Pentecostals, Charismatics, Baptists, Presbyterians and Methodists, and even more so now. Yeah. So we're going to have to get out of this parochial mentality that, we, well, it, you know, we want it to be here in our area. It's going to be all over the place. Look at Lou Ingold. Cindy was telling me he's going to have hope for California April 1st and 2nd. Now, there's no way that he can be 10 places all at once. So it means that there's going to be a lot of people that are over this hope for California. It's going to be in San Diego. Uh, Santa Barbara, L.A., uh, Sacramento, a whole bunch of places, what is it, 10, 12 places on April 1st and April 2nd. So God is moving, and it's going to have its own flavor. And we have to be willing to connect with other people that maybe we're not used to getting connected with. And it's going to be not just like the Jesus people movement, where it's young people. It's going to be old, the old and the young alike in the middle ages as well. And it's going to be... Uh, oh, uh, like I said, it's going to take a flavor in, of its own in every area that it's at. 
And it, you know, when I was in aerospace, and Ed, you can uh, relate to this because you, you're in the industry. You know, they had a, a, a expression, we're not gonna investigate this technology because it wasn't invented here. And the Catholic Church for a long time said if you left the Catholic Church and connected with other churches, it was, a, it was a sin until the Polish Pope came along and said, we really shouldn't say that. So God is bringing a new unity in the body of Christ among denominations, among movements, among streams that have happened before. He's going to bring it all together. So get ready for it. Yep. So the scripture that the Lord gave me, and he said, go. And I heard uh, the voice of uh, Isaiah 6, 8. He says, I heard the voice of the Lord say unto me, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Us is in the capital U.S., not the lowercase. He's talking to all three parts of the Trinity. And that's what's involved in this movement, too. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Isaiah says, Lord, here am I. Send me. And so I want to, if we can right now, we can all stand and make ourselves available to the Lord right now. The Lord was speaking to me when I was leaving prayer today at my shift uh, behind the wheel. He said, Peter... You just be available and don't worry about the details. I'll take care of all the details. And a lot of times churches get caught up with, well, where are we going to go? Uh, how can we you know, distribute these things? And how many people do we need? Which is what David said when he did the census. How many in my army? God said, no, 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 no. So uh, what I'm saying is, as we make ourselves available, and you've heard the cliche where they say it's not about ability, it's about availability. Are you available? God will supply the ability. You'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. You'll cast out demons. You'll do things that you don't even expect that you've never done before when you make yourself available, you'll preach the gospel to not only the poor, but to the middle class and to the rich as well. You'll do the great miracles because you make yourself available. Like Isaiah says, Lord, here am I, send me. If you saw the Jesus People Revolution movie, Greg Glory was not really that well schooled in things. He didn't go to Bible college. But look at his church, it's one of the largest in Southern California. And Chuck said, here are the keys to that church out in Riverside. Because he made himself available. Remember, Lonnie Frisbee didn't want to do it. No, Chuck, I, I don't really want to do that. And Greg Laurie overheard him and said, Chuck, I'll go out to that failing church, that church is, that's no one hardly coming to. I'll go out there. I'll do it, just like Isaiah said. And look what God has done in that Harvest Church. Because he made himself available. How about you and me? How about if we make ourselves available? So, Lord, we ask right now in Jesus' name that we make ourselves. Can you say this with me? Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Help me. Help me. By your grace. By your grace. To truly make myself available. To truly make myself available. To you. To you. For whatever work. 
for whatever you want me to do. You want me to do. I don't want to just be a hearer of the word. I don't want to be just a hearer of the word. I want to be a doer of the word. I want to be a doer of the I word. I ask this Lord. I ask this Lord. This grace. This grace. This empowerment. This empowerment. Give me the gifts. Give me the gifts. Give me the anointing. Give me the anointing. And whatever is necessary. Whatever is necessary. To accomplish your work. To accomplish your through work. Through me. Me. In this day, in this day, in this hour, in this hour, when the fields are white for harvest, when fields are ripe for harvest. I'll work for you, Lord. I'll work for you by Lord. your grace. By your grace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. Come on up. We got room for it, and then time for one more testimony. Then we want to have small group. All right. So I, I got a little stirred up that stadiums are being given that McDonald's restaurants are being opened up. And I just realized this needs to be testified of. So the owner at the business, I went back to work about five months ago, and the owner, he's very, very wealthy. You know, he has airplanes and this and that. And he came over to my workstation not too long ago, and he looked me in the eye and he said, you know what? I lived 62 years and I don't know what I've lived for but I'm gonna live the rest of my life for eternal rewards. And all I wanna do is fund the kingdom of God. So when he saw what happened, cause I showed him, I mean, he's all in, he was gonna sow into this thing like you can't believe. He wants to open up his backyard, which is like a four seasons, like backyard style and literally do a mass baptism of all 200 employees. And I said I had a vision of a drone flying over that location and capturing a whole business getting baptized. And uh, it's so amazing that he said that he wants to fund the kingdom of God and his whole entire priority for life now is to back and finance the kingdom wow. of God. And what's so beautiful, what marked him most today is that his young employees were there with us we had many workers from that business yesterday, and these are young workers, and they're young in Christ, and they're young with age, sitting at tables, and entire tables of students were coming to Christ. And when I told him that, I know he's marked forever, because we have little, uh, you know, a little amount of young people at this business in the sense of like people like 19-ish or 20, but we had about four of those people with us and everyone had a table and everyone was leading people to Christ. So good news is spreading like wildfire. Yay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Do we get... Uh, We've got uh, five minutes, and I'd like to give room because we can't get everybody to share what God's saying. We can share with a few people. Everybody can share. So if, like, we break in groups of three, we can have time to share what God's saying in the scriptures we're reading, what God's saying, a prayer request, and take that uh, last portion of the time that we're together and let the, let the body just move and let the sound of God be heard in all of us. So can we do that? And I'll, I'll meet with everybody online. If you'll just stand up, find, find a, two or three people. We don't, that way it's not too many people to go around, introduce yourself, and share what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're reading. I'm going to share in Psalm 16. All right, so Psalm 16. I was reading yesterday, and I think it's so uh, important because it's a psalm that was so... Uh, activated by in David's heart and by the Spirit of God that it's recorded as a prophetic promise to the resurrection of Jesus Christ.
but it it focuses in verse 5 psalm 16 verse 5 it begins this unpacking and i just want to release it to everyone i we can't pray back and forth and talk but i want to release this to you because i think it's for us he says lord you are the portion of my inheritance in my cup you maintain my lot what what builds what gives us that place in intimacy in Christ is that we become aware that our inheritance is the Lord and that he is our cup and he maintains our lot. So nothing that we're been given of the Lord can be taken from any from us by anyone. It's for it's in Christ. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. Lines would be boundaries, borders. So <clears throat> We, the inheritance was given to us in Christ before the foundation of the world, the Father's will, counsel, and purpose. It's not anything to do with merit or even it's all being given inheritance and they're pleasant places. And sometimes what happens in our mind is we be traumatized through the journey we've been through and all of us have been through a journey. That's part of the, the sufferings of Christ that lead to the glory of Christ, finding, uh, learning to live under the word of God in the midst of conflicting circumstances. So our minds shrink. We get smaller in our thoughts. Our, our hope diminishes. We get locked up. And one of the things I love to say is that you have not just given me lines in pleasant places, but you've drawn new lines in my mind. You've reopened the boundaries of my understanding. And all that is take an area of life that once you had great hope for that has been diminished through circumstances and tomorrow and tonight just start imagining it going big again or not going big to what you thought it would be because that's now past time and it's it's the Ishmael of yesterday it's letting God just be as large as he can be to bring it to pass then he says I will bless the Lord David said who has given me counsel my heart also instructs me in the night season with us being sons and disciples who are abiding in the word of God God's word is accessing and defining and becoming our counsel and our instruction and the truth that we're becoming that we're knowing is now becoming the freedom that we're enjoying and it comes that way truth heard is not is not yet freedom truth heard has to be abided in truth abided in becomes the word abided in becomes truth known and truth known brings freedom because it brings us to Christ I have set the Lord David said always before me always I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and shall not be moved imagine now tomorrow and today we're advancing and the Lord is always before us and he's at our right hand and he is a guarantee and he is our defense and he is our counsel and he is our helper and you just we're letting this is how David could just advance into places that really would have should have never been things he would have accessed but but his heart said I got to seek the face that God called me to seek and it just he kept never stopping never stopped therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices my flesh will rest in hope so when we are centering in this inheritance is what I really want to be with the men on this Saturday for the inheritance is we start to 
come out of the the temporary conflicts and the conflicts that are temporarily always coming. And we start settling into a, a, an assurance and a hope that we can rest in. And then verse 10, for you will not leave my soul in Sheol. This is the prophetic word quoted throughout the book of Acts. And nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. So we, David's going, I'm not going to be left in Sheol. There's a time I'm being pulled out. I may be in Abraham's bosom, but I won't be left there. Nor will you allow your Holy One, that's Jesus, to see corruption. He came out of the grave three days after he died. His body did not see corruption because he came up out with the power of the endless life. And this prophecy, is you, this verse is used to, 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 uh, prof, to point to that, that Jesus' resurrection was prophesied already from David. You will show him me, and this is all, and he uses that chapter in chapter 2 of Acts. This is right there at the beginning of the church. You will show me the path of life. And so wherever we are, wherever, wherever, you know, choices, conflicts, decisions, how do I resolve this? It's not the time to get smarter. It's time to just be more trusting and resting and, and, and expectant. You show me the path of life. Because in your presence is fullness of joy. Tomorrow, in fact, I want to release this. Uh, not, I know I keep saying tomorrow. Start now. But practice tomorrow. Fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord is in Christ. I am in Christ. I step into Christ and I partake of his joy. In your presence is the fullness of joy. What would the fullness of joy? It's empowering. It's liberating. It's, it's, it's enabling us to go forward in the midst of conflict. Because when we come into driver's trials, we're supposed to count on the joy. When we, like Jesus, face the cross, we have a joy that's set before us. And he says, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So if you'll just receive this, I'm going to release in Christ the path of life that we're to walk in. He's the way, truth, and life. The fullness of joy and the pleasures that he have that are beyond anything we've touched and can ever be with the, the bliss of God. So in the name of Jesus, we who are disciples of Christ, sons of God, who have been given inheritance, we now call forth the paths of life to be made known to us, to be led in the path, to be able to walk forward. We declare fullness of joy coming. I mean, not partial joy. Joy that, joy that overwhelms the circumstances and is not dependent on the circumstances. It's from the faith. It's from the joy of the Lord in the Lord. And pleasures of, 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 of beautiful places of rest and pleasure from your presence forevermore. So we declare this. We bless the body. We declare this weekend will be a, a, a Isaiah 25 weekend where the, where the feast of the Lord on the mountain of the Lord begins to break forth. And there begins this movement of liberation into fullness of salvation. So bless the men as we gather at 7.30 for breakfast, 8 o'clock for our service on this Saturday, and then our Sunday service and coming into our inheritance in Christ, enlarging and dancing, but then for our beautiful Italian family lunch that we're going to bring friends and family and whoever's 
because God is going to be meeting people, encountering them, and bringing them into the fullness of Jesus. So grace, 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 in Jesus' name. Bless you. God bless you. Amen. I'm going to bless the rest of the body. You can continue your prayer. But Lord, we thank you for what you've done and doing and what you'll continue to do. We thank you for your son. We thank you for everything that has been accomplished in the Son and everything that we get to enjoy because we are in Christ. We call forth the releasing and the activation of everything that is being undone, uh, brought forth through the Son in His intercession over us in salvation to the uttermost and appearing in the presence of God for us and the blessing of God that comes to us in Christ with Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.